You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is an audio conversation entitled, The Family. This is part one of four. We'll go ahead and get started. Joe, would you like to start with prayer? I can do that. Father, we come to you and we want to thank you that you have given us this opportunity to gather together far and wide or um, from all over. And we just pray, Lord, tonight that you would uh, give us wisdom and insight. And Lord, our goal is to draw near to you and to know you better. And I pray, Father, that you'd help Paul to lead and uh, give him a clear mind. And uh, and for all those that will be joining, Lord, I pray that uh, you would ha- help us to have a kindred spirit and uh, to be uh, an encouragement to one another tonight. We thank you, Lord, in advance. We also pray that you would uh, not allow the evil one to influence in any way, but that the Spirit of God would have complete freedom to uh, work in our hearts and uh, speak through us however you please. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, thank you. Tonight... We plan on looking at the family article from the Amish Voice, so I'll go over a little bit of what the plans are for the next few months first. If you want to listen to these calls later, this call or some of the previous ones, the phone number for that is 641-715-3800, and enter then the PIN number 89752. So we plan to have these first Sunday of every month at 8 o'clock Eastern. Next month, October 6th, we have scheduled a guest, Bruce Langeman. He's the author of To Kill a Lion, Destroying the Power of Lust from the Root. And we can, he's a pastor, counselor, teacher, leads seminars on marriage. We can talk a little bit more about the book in a little while, but if you want to order it and read it ahead of time, you can write to the address on the Amish Voice. It's $15, including postage. So get the book ahead of time and read it. You can discuss the next issue of the Amish Voice. On December 1st, guest Michael Pearl hopes to be with us. He's a writes about parenting and relationships and works with jail and prison ministries and missions and Bible studies. So you can plan to be here the first Sunday of every month. So tonight we'll start with the article on the family. And I want to look at a few different relationships in the Bible of family relationships because it should be our goal to desire to have the best kind of relationship. And those are the ones that God explains in the Bible. His way is always works out best. You have another sandwich? So let's discuss the relationship first of Jesus, his relationship to his church. How does Jesus treat the church? How does he feel about the church? Because this is, <clears throat> he relates, a, the Bible relates a family relationship to this kind. So let's first look at the, the best example. So how does Jesus feel about his church? I think I think it's very obvious that Jesus died for the church. And when someone dies for someone else's sake, 
there there has to be a tremendous uh, amount of love there and i i i mean i'm just thinking about john 3:16 where it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and his whole goal was to come and salvage a people that had rebelled against him and that was headed in an opposite direction and he came down and gave his life for those people Right. Does anybody think Jesus is a bad example for us to follow? He's, he's the best example. He gave his life for the church. As Joe just said, he loves the church. He's patient. And the church in the Bible is talking about the Christians, those who truly know and follow Jesus, who have been born again. And, and Jesus died and calls the church his bride. How does Jesus compares this relationship to the relationship between a husband and a wife. So how should a husband feel toward his wife, based on the Bible? I'll read a couple of verses, and then we can discuss that. And be, feel free to talk or ask questions or make comments. The first verse is from Ephesians 5, 25 through 29. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, presented to, presented to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loves loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. Colossians 3.19 says, Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. And we can see from our own lives how often we mess up and do things that aren't right. And it's great to have a savior that's patient with us and forgives us and loves us. How should husbands love their wives? As Christ loves the church. Right. And I don't think there's a husband that, if he's honest, would think he loves his wife as much as Christ loves the church. That's I, right. I, yeah. One thing that really strikes me about husbands loving their wives is that Christ died out of obedience. So he actually said to God, you know, if this cup can be removed, you know, please... Please don't make me go, but if you want me to go, I'll go. And sometimes it's not easy to love wives. And if we have to rely on our emotions or the um, feeling of love, there's times we're not going to be able to. But I think we have a responsibility to still treat them well and to treat them with grace and mercy as Christ is treating the church. Is that correct? Yes, we want Jesus treats us that way. When we don't deserve it. And we we act out of, you know, all kinds of wrong emotions towards him. We don't we don't treat him as a, a good bridegroom like we should. And he still, he still, in spite of that, loves us and cherishes us and teaches us and is coming for us. Jeremiah, I really, really like the illustration you gave, you know, on Christ. Uh, about the cup, I mean, uh, and that's exactly where uh, husbands can find themselves. It's it's not always easy, but uh, being the the husband, uh, the, we've been given the responsibility to lead in the home. But the kind of leadership that 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 the world uh, describes is not the same kind of leadership that we see in the scriptures. You know, it's a different kind of leadership. It's a different type of attitude of leadership. And I think, yeah. that, you know, can you describe? 
Can you go okay. on a little bit about the leadership and, and what you mean exactly? Yeah, well, I, I think personally it's not, hey, hey, Esther, uh, you need to do the ditches more and more and do the laundry while I go do this. It's more of a, um, you know, inviting your wife and your family to sit down on the couch and say, uh, we need to, to, you know, to spend time together as a family and look into God's word and, and you know, uh, it, it's leading with that kind of an attitude. So what if the wife really doesn't want to do your house, household duties or how do you get, get through that type of thing? Well, I think obviously that would be a difficult, um, you know, could put some stress on a marriage if we if spouses didn't uh, fill in in certain areas and uh, take on responsibility. But as a as a husband, then rather than get the whip out and you know drive her to do it, it would be maybe better to to serve in that area and you know. Um, you know, maybe go go over and say, hey, you know, well, let's do it together. That's logical. Yeah, right. When was the last time that uh, the husbands came home from work and saw their wife was tired and said, here, I'll help you with that. You sit down and I'll do that for you. Yeah, I'll cook for supper. I'll do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, when we're tired and we're hurting, we go to Jesus and say, help us. Give us strength. We want that from him. We want him to take care of us. That's how we should be with our wives. If and with her love like Christ did, he had a self-sacrificing love for us. Yeah, if we love our wives as Christ loved the church, yeah, we'll yeah. be patient and loving and kind and sacrificial, and we're never going to want to hurt her yeah. or say things that are mean to her or talk about her in a mean way to somebody else. Consider how Jesus led. He, he, he would have... Uh, been considered a uh, you know a leader, and the way he showed us the lead, lead is he served. He watched other people feet. He was serving. Yep. Hmm. One area that I believe, if I could put in here, this is Chris speaking here, Joe. Uh, okay. One area that I think is very important in a marriage that I have learned is to be. Jesus is, is your best friend. Oh, you need to be your wife's best friend. Amen. You know, and then to where they can feel free to. I I've watched marriages, and I can I can tell where where they're best friend. If they're not best, if your husband or your wife is not your best friend. You'll seek it elsewhere. That's mm. big. And there's a huge void in that marriage. And, and that is very important that your wife or your husband, they become your best friend that you can go to and you can pour your heart out to them just like we do to Jesus. That is very, very important in a marriage. Mm. That's, I've encouraged that to our girls that all three are married now and you know to just make sure that your husband is your best friend and becomes your best friend. otherwise the wives are gonna you know they need lady friends and that which is okay but I tell my daughter that. it comes right down to the best friend let, let it be your husband 
or what? Amen. I found it in my own marriage that that if I want to get the attention of my wife, and if 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 I want her full confidence in me and her trust and 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 help her be all the woman that God created her to be, there is one thing that I need to learn to do and do it well, and that is to love her, which is exactly what God requires us to do as husbands. But it's not normally. I don't think men love naturally. It's it's something that we have to put extra effort into. But when we do, when I love my wife, when I put forth my best effort to make her feel uh, loved, then the response is 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 immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when that scripture you guys shared here at the beginning in Ephesians there about husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. I, I remember the time I lay before God and I, that scripture just hit me because our marriage never was always. 20 years, 23 years ago when I became a Christian, our marriage, Joe, you might have heard my story, our marriage was shattered. There was nothing left, but God came in and restored our marriage. I've often said it's beautiful when a young couple starts out on the right uh, foundation, I could say, okay? But it's another thing when God can take a marriage like ours and turn it into a beautiful thing. But I'll never forget when I came across that scripture where it says, Husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And I said, Lord, I don't. Wow, that's a command. It says, husband loves your wife as Christ loves the church. I don't love her that way. But it's a command. How can I do it? And I I remember when I just cried before the Lord. I just, I said, Lord, you have to do that for me. And I'll never forget. It's like you said, Joe. It's It's a love that's not... From man, you know, there's the world has this love. They think it's love, and and it's just emotional. But I can say with a truth that God has put a love in my heart for my wife, and it's just it's put there by God. Amen. And it, it, it's precious when that's there, and you have sort of an inkling, and and what I had in a, in a small inkling of like. I, I, I'll never forget when that actually happened. I'm like, wow, that's how Christ loves the church. And I just got an inkling of that, of how Christ loves the church so much that he gave, what's it say, gave himself for Hallelujah. Amen. And as the husband is responsible to lead the wife, the husband ought to make sure that the family, the wife, is being drawn nearer to Christ. He's setting the example of Christ's likeness. So that just as Christians want to willingly follow Jesus because how much he loves us, the wife would want to willingly follow the husband doing what's right. So, anybody have anything to say? John 4.17 explains that too. Because as he is, so are we in the world. Mm-hmm. It says here in our love, herein is our love made perfect. <laughs> that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in, the, in this world. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. 
Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.